history of serious allergic reactions Come on. take the shots after two people who received the vaccine suffered adverse reactions. Mm. It's yet another question for American regulators See? to I consider as an FDA advisory committee meets tomorrow to discuss approval of the Pfizer vaccine for use in our country. Richard Engel has late details now from the UK. As the UK's rollout of the world's first fully tested coronavirus vaccine charged ahead, and 90-year-old recipient A went home happy. A new warning about possible side effects from the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine. Two nurses showed allergic anaphylactoid reactions, most commonly rashes and shortness of breath, different from anaphylaxis, which can be fatal. Both have a history of serious allergies, carry EpiPens, and recovered quickly. What caused the allergic reaction is unclear. The most common triggers in vaccines, preservatives, and animal products are not in the Pfizer vaccine. The UK's medical regulatory authority reacted with new guidance that people with significant allergies to food, medicine, or vaccines should not take the Pfizer vaccine. If we need to strengthen our advice, now that we've had this experience in the vulnerable populations, we get that advice to the field immediately. It's a setback for Prime Minister Boris Johnson, who's trying to convince everyone that getting the shot is a national and patriotic duty. I know that there are loads of people who, who count themselves anti-vaxxers, and that's totally the wrong approach. Uh, it's safe. It's the right thing to do. It's good for you, and it's good for the whole of the country. Many Brits do seem to be brushing off today's warning as little different to other vaccines, which can trigger allergic reactions. I was determined to have it anyway, and I'm very glad I have. And today, undaunted, Canada became the third country to independently review and approve the Pfizer vaccine. Distribution there is expected to begin before Christmas. Lester? All right, Richard, thank you. Let's bring in now senior medical correspondent, Dr. John Torres. Dr. John, if the Pfizer vaccine is approved here in the U.S., what should people do if they have a severe allergy? Lester, it's not unusual for a very small number of people to have this type of reaction to a vaccine, especially a new one. That having been said, I wouldn't be surprised if the FDA recommends waiting to get this vaccine for anyone who has ever had a severe allergic reaction to a food, medication, or even a pet. Now, that could be a significant number of people who now have additional concerns, so Pfizer is hoping to quickly find out what triggered this and determine who should, and more importantly, who should not be getting this vaccine. Lester? All right, Dr. John, thank you. And this vaccine can't come soon enough for hospitals facing the crush of patients and a surge of infections tied to the Thanksgiving holiday. Miguel Almaguer has the latest. <coughs> the Thanksgiving surge experts feared is now here and just beginning to cripple states like California. As hospitalizations spike more than 80%, this medical center outside Los Angeles holiday. had to the turn its body into a and makeshift this is flu COVID season. ward, while Please. another is using a triage center. The state recording so many new COVID cases every day, the numbers rival the populations of small towns. The more terrible truth is that over 8,000 people, sorry, over 8,000 people, who were beloved members of their families are not coming back. As the U.S. now averages 200,000 new infections a day, the highest positivity rate in the nation is in Idaho, where like many other states, small hospitals are at a breaking point. 
you're not immune being in rural Texas from, from this virus, and the hospitals aren't immune either. With experts expecting the peak of the Thanksgiving surge to arrive next week, some of the deadliest days in U.S. history were reported last week. There were nearly as many deaths last Thursday as on 9-11. It comes as a growing number of healthcare workers contract COVID. Respiratory therapist Brianna Pierce, who has an underlying health condition, fears the virus could put her on the other side of the front line. I know if I catch this, it could potentially kill me, so it is very stressful. With California struggling to care for the sick, officials estimate 12 out of every 100 people who test positive for the virus will end up in the hospital. Lester? Those are absolutely stunning numbers. All right, Miguel, thank you. If that... FDA outside advisory committee votes to recommend authorization for Pfizer's vaccine tomorrow, then final approval could come within a day or two. Tom Costello now and how it all be shipped. As soon as the FDA gives its emergency use authorization, Operation Warp Speed will kick into high gear, rushing vaccine doses to every state and territory. General Gustav Perna is the commander. How do you equally divide up the vaccines for all 50 states? So what we did is we went by population of all persons over 18 years old. And then last week they were able to enroll their sites uh, by location and quantities. And so we know where it's going accordingly. The military has already laid out the distribution network with FedEx and UPS splitting the country in half. FedEx takes the west, UPS takes the east. Likely under police escort, trailers will leave Pfizer's freezer farms in Kalamazoo, Michigan and Pleasant Prairie, Wisconsin, carrying special ice boxes headed to the FedEx Memphis hub and the UPS Louisville hub, then loaded onto cargo planes and eventually onto delivery trucks to every corner of the country. Command centers will monitor the temperature of every shipment real time. Each vaccine box getting priority handling on the same trucks that carry holiday packages. At the same time, this very small but very powerful chip is on every vaccine package and it tells us GPS exact location throughout the whole path. Tomorrow, UPS will start wow. shipping 150 million kits containing syringes, PPE, and sterile water. Local authorities are in charge of putting needles in arms. General, should the military wow. be involved in more than just logistics? Should it also be actually giving the vaccinations? The governors uh, and their uh, health executives have laid out great plans for their states. I think they're going to incorporate hospitals, doctor's offices, pharmacies such as CVS, Walgreens, and others. Well-trained personnel to do this. Governors could deploy National Guard troops if needed. HHS expects to have doses for 20 million Americans by year's end, 50 million by the end of January, with health care providers and the elderly getting priority. Tom Costello, NBC News, Washington. I'm Keir Simmons in London. With issues mounting tonight over the UK's rollout, President-elect Biden may need multiple vaccine candidates greenlit to meet his promise. At least 
100 million COVID vaccine shots into the arms of the American people in the first 100 days. And in an exclusive interview with NBC News, the scientist behind the Oxford vaccine is urging the FDA not to wait for all the data from an ongoing US trial. What's the time frame? I would hope that the FDA would look at the data set on uh, this vaccine. Uh, to wait for the very end of the trial would be the middle of next year with a long follow-up. I think that's probably too late. America ordered 300 million Oxford vaccines, which will be... Cheaper and easier to distribute. But its effectiveness varies with different dosages, prompting questions. Do you think that the urgency has led to some miscommunication on your part? I think it has been a complex message for people to uh, absorb. Tonight, the latest peer-reviewed study says the Oxford-AstraZeneca vaccine is safe and efficient. Oxford says it expects approval here in the UK before too long. Lester? Keir Simmons tonight, thank you. The federal government and more than 40 states sued Facebook today, a landmark antitrust action accusing the social media... police say. Let's get more now from Gabe Gutierrez. That's a shame. That's a shame. Tonight, the coroner in Columbus, Ohio, says preliminary autopsy results show Casey Goodson was shot multiple times in the torso. Oh. And police have released this new 911 call made by his cousin who was inside the home. What's going on there, sir? I don't know. Somebody went to the house and shot my cousin. His family says the 23-year-old was coming home from a dentist appointment and holding Subway sandwiches, not a gun, when he was fatally shot last Friday by a sheriff's deputy. My only focus is justice. I eat, breathe, and shame. sleep justice, and I won't stop. This week, Ohio's attorney general refused to take over the investigation, criticizing local police for waiting three days to ask for help. Now, federal authorities, including the FBI, are reviewing the case. Authorities say SWAT team members had just finished an unsuccessful search for an unrelated suspect when Goodson drove by waving a gun. The deputy, Jason Mead, later confronted Goodson outside his home. Police say there was a verbal exchange and that the deputy shot and killed Goodson. Mead wasn't wearing a body camera and wasn't required to. Wow. In the end, Casey's family wants answers. They want answers quickly. Neither the sheriff's office nor its union has commented on behalf of the deputy. Lester? Wow. All right, Gabe, thank you. Up next, the shipping deadline you need to know about tonight Man. before your wallet takes a hit. They is full of it, bro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> of course it's going to take a while. They say three days they call for help. I mean, enough is enough. I was in so much tears. I was in tears, y'all. When I heard that, I was like, again? I'm like, okay, so you just going to run up to somebody. You follow, you follow. First of all, you follow the young man thinking he had a gun. Okay. Thinking he had a gun in his hand. And you just going to follow him and approach him on his property and then just going to shoot him. I'm like, come on, bruh. Come on, enough is enough, y'all. You know, I'm kind of sick and tired of all that crap. I really am. It just, it just getting just crazy. And and, and I feel like to say, if the police was really want to be the be right, and good policemen 
when they have their morning briefings, I really would like to hear how their morning briefings are. Is it to the point where, okay, we out there, remember, we are being paid to protect and serve our community. So please make sure that whenever you get a call, let's get the details. Let's not automatically pull out our guns unless it's a real, real necessity. No, these policemen, they, they provoke stuff. They're going to follow you. They're going to approach you. You know, I mean, come on now. And then they're going to tell out he wasn't required to wear a body camera. I thought all the policemen, I thought they had a law where all policemen supposed to have a body camera on. Why, why he didn't have to require, why he wasn't required to wear a body camera? Come on, y'all. Come on. Y'all, they, you know what? Y'all trying to, y'all trying to insult our intelligence. Come on. Come on, it got to be better than this. It got to be better than this, y'all. It got to be better than this. See, y'all don't hear from me in a while. I'm doing good. I'm trying to, you know, make sure things is up. Got to be quarantined. You know, you got to deal with stuff from other folks that's messing up your livelihood. And and the thing about it, they still shooting and killing people. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy, it gotta change, y'all. Something gotta change, it gotta change. I don't know, but something gotta change. <clears throat> something gotta change. Something gotta change. I just, I don't. <laughs> something gotta change. That's all I keep feeling. Something gotta change, and it gotta change soon. It gotta change soon. They just, I mean, it's younger and younger. 23 years old. You, didn't, you just uh, took his life. Handsome black young man. Come on. You know, that was just like yesterday, y'all. I had did a quick Facebook thing yesterday. What I had on, y'all know I'm on, uh, and I was supposed to do one yesterday, so I'm going to do it today. I have my grandbaby, but I'm going to do it today. Uh, I'm trying to, well, I'm not trying, I am. I'm striving to teach people how to go ahead and get your business and stuff straight this week. Because next week, we're going to try, we're going to do an online show y'all where some places where y'all can um, apply for some simple grants, you know? Simple grants. So, um, I goes to the county clerk because I had really, I really, I forgot about my, my, um, my daycare business name that I had for four years, and it was very good. We got accredited and everything. But at that time, um, I had got sick, and they had a lot of stipulations changing even with the daycare, um, the daycare industry. And at that time, it was just too much, and, I, and the parents wasn't didn't want to pay on time. They didn't want to come get their children on time. Y'all know how that go. So, you know what? I just... Uh, temporary closed it, and then I helped this other young lady. She needed a director. She had needs her. She had needed to um, update her her daycare, or they was gonna shut her down. And so I, I mean, I thought we was gonna be, we was gonna grow and 
I had learned some hard lessons with that. But nevertheless, uh, it still was profitable because how God did it, it just worked. And it worked because I always put God first. He going to always be first. And as long as we continue to acknowledge him, you see what I'm saying? Hey, God going to reward you. And that's just how I just deal with whatever God give me to do. So anyway, so I went there to update my um my business name. And you know, you can go do an assumed name so nobody won't take your name. You can go ahead and register name, right? And um So, uh, I went there. So, I guess I started off wrong with the lady because I had switched the apartment. And the, I scheduled the apartment. It was for 1130. And the old apartment was for 930. So, I thought the apartment was for 930, right? So, I guessed that early, right? And so, they say call a number when you come because they have to let you in. You know, you got to go through that temperature check or whatever. They have no temperature check or whatever. Um, they say, was you ever exposed to anybody? Well, I kind of feel on that one because, my matter of fact, I need we need to find out. We'll find out today about that result. But I had no temperature check. I don't have no symptoms. But anyway, and I had my gloves on, my mask, and I had to take care of this. I had to take care of this business. And so um, she said, well, I don't see your name on the list. Are you sure it's for this county clerk? I said, yes, ma'am. It's on Buccaneer Street, right? And, um, well, I'll be down. I'll be down and see your paperwork. Okay, so she was already, like, hot still, right? And I was like, oh, Lord, this lady. It's early in the morning. She hostile already? Well, she ain't going to be at work. You know, this is what I'm thinking. So y'all know me, Dr. D. I'm going to do my best to try to put a smile on your face. I know we are all, you know, working underneath uh, health health environment that can be detrimental to your health. But you got to work, right? So she came down. And, um, I, and so while she was doing that, I was looking through my emails. So I looked through my emails for my um, confirmation. And she said, well, I don't see you. She, she said, um, you must be at another court, I mean, at another county. So I looked, I said, no, here it goes right here. And then I, looked, I said, oh, ma'am, look, look at it. It's here, but it's at 1130. I said, I apologize. And uh, I said, you know what? I can come back for 1130. Oh, no, come on, come on. And I was like, oh, okay. So I just, you know, darling, um, 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 wash your hands, please. So, you know, you had the, the, um, sanitizer right there, you know. You can sit right there. I'll be right with you. Okay. <laughs> so, right then and there, y'all, I'm like, all right, this going to be interesting. Something wrong with this lady. And, and yes, yeah, she was a, she was a white lady. And, um, I said, oh, my God. Okay. Okay. We, we got to approach this in a, a kind, loving way, right? So I'm, I'm saying this out loud, but I was saying this in my head. Just watching her body language and her mannerism. 
and um, she said, so um, what, 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 what can I do for you? I said, well, I have to update my business. I, I let it expire. And, uh, well, what kind of business is it? I'm like, excuse me? I said, well, yeah. So I just took the paper out. I said, I'm not talking to more of this lady because she, she got a very nasty attitude. You know, saying that within myself. So I gave the paper to her. And uh, she said, okay, uh, it's, the, it's, it's the same address? I said, no, we want to update everything. And uh, I she said, well, the address on your license? I said, no, I want you to put the mailing address on the files, not my home address. And uh, she stayed, she said, okay, so she was, I mean, she just typing and moving her little head, and I'm looking at her expressions, and I'm saying, oh my goodness, what's wrong with this lady? I'm saying this to myself, and I said, look at the screen, make sure everything, and this is how she was talking to me, and I'm, Lord, you know I'm not exaggerating. Um, look at the screen, screen, and make sure everything is um, correct. So I looked, and I said, yes, ma'am, everything is correct. Okay, but this sign right there. God, what's wrong with this lady? So, um, they had the little thing. I had my little paper from the little ink thing, so I started signing it, right? You know, she said, Okay, well, that's $18. I said, Okay, I said, But I have another one. Um, uh, another business? I'm like, Yes. And so I didn't even say, well, What kind of business is this? I didn't even say none, y'all. I said, It's a functional one, ma'am. Here go the paperwork. So I gave her the paperwork so she can see it's already been filed. It expired. And I just need that updated. Okay. So she was she sit there and looked at it and um, open up. Okay. There she go. Okay, look at the screen and make sure everything is correct. And it's the same address. Yes, it's the same address. And what was that number? So I gave her the, the address um number. Is that correct? Yes, it is. $18 for that one. So it's $18 for the first one, $18 for the second one. And I was like, okay. I'm like, okay, $18. So I'm saying to myself, why is she saying that like that, y'all? I was like, okay, what? She trying to intimidate me or something? Or I was just like, why is she saying that? You already said the first time it was $18, right? So, you know what, y'all? And I, I, I did, I said that on a video. I, I said to myself, I said, I'm about to piss off now. Since you won't act like I can't, I, I, I'm not able to start a business or I can't afford $18 to, to, to assume a business name, right? So, I said, you know what? I said, oh, can you um, explain to me? Um, we have a company in another state, and I'm trying. Can you explain to me the procedures, how we can do business here? Can I do business here? Uh, well, what kind of business is it? I, I say, well, it's a functional business, ma'am. I just need to find out the steps. You know, I know the steps, y'all, but I just did that to piss off. Since you won't act, you won't act snobby with me. Okay, I'm gonna really, I'm gonna really piss you off now. What I'm about to do, and so, <laughs> so she was like, "Well, you have to get, um, is it incorporated?" I said, "Yes, it's it's a functional business, ma'am. It's an incorporation." But you're going to have to get it um, done through the state of Texas. That's in Austin. And once you do that, um, you can bring it here 
and whatever business that you want to um, perform, it will be on that left that letter. I said, oh, oh, okay. So, hmm. And can I use the same name? Now I'm just I'm just pissing off. Cause first of all, y'all ain't nobody was in the office. Okay, ain't nobody was in the office. Oh, I forgot the most important thing. Let me rewind that right quick, y'all. Let me rewind that. Let me rewind that. I forgot the most important thing. When she came downstairs and met with me to let me in the building, she said, yeah, because I I, 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 I had to look all through the, the, the files and the dates, you know, and you had the wrong time. It wasn't 9.30. It was 11.30. I, really, I had to um, look through to find your name for the time. And I was saying to myself, dang, it's just a computer. Only thing you have to do is scroll up, you know, if you had a, 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 a schedule, right? Only thing you had to do is scroll up or scroll down, and you can see all your appointments, right? And I'm saying to myself, okay, why is she telling me about this big deal about her finding the right appointment date? All right, so let's speed it back up. So, um, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it, y'all. That's why I say y'all got to start a business so y'all can have power in your own hand, okay? And for some apparent reason, I guess they feel we ain't supposed to have a business, a beating business. Are we capable of maintaining the business? I don't know. But anyway, so, um, <laughs> so, um, she, she, I said, oh, okay. So, hmm, you know what? I'm going to have to bring it back to the board and I want to see how they, they really want to, uh, start business here in Texas. But since I'm the representative here, let me just go ahead and assume the name here so we can reserve that name for 10 years here in Texas. Y'all, y'all should have saw the look on that lady face. She said, well, what, what would be the name of the business? <clears throat> so I gave her the name of the business. <clears throat> oh, excuse me, y'all. So I gave her the name of the business. And uh, <laughs> I love it. Give it a name of the business. Will it be the same address? I say yes. That's the headquarters ad- address. That's the mailing address. So I want everything with the same address. So she did her little thing. With that little look on her face, you know, shaking her little head. You know, and what's the number? What's the what's the unit number? I say five two two. Okay, can you look at the screen and make sure everything is type um the way you want it? And I really wanted to tell her, ma'am, whatever happened to you is gonna be all right. So instead of me saying it like that, y'all, I, when she had got up the first time and got the um the other paperwork. She had some nice boots on. And I said, oh, I like your boots. I I said, ooh, I like those boots. You know, I'm just trying to cheer her up some kind of way because something was wrong with her. Baby. She was like, thank you. I was like, oh, my goodness. And I said to myself, I said, oh, Lord, is she Trumpy? Is is this a Trump supporter, you know? I mean, what's really going on here? Because she sure got some issues going on. (laughs) So we did that. And um, she said, well, it's um that's $18. $18 for the first one. 
$18 for the second one and $18 for this one. So I looked at her like, and I'm saying to myself, why is she saying it like that? I said, so how much is that, ma'am? Now, since she won't be funny with me, I sit there. I already know it's $54, but I, since you doing all the counting, I said, and, and how much is that? So she looked at me. It was like a pause, y'all, and I looked back at her. Well, ma'am, you have three businesses at assumed name businesses for $18. I say, yes. And how much it is? Well, ma'am, it's $54. I say, okay, no problem. Well, how are you going to pay for this? I say, well, do y'all take cash, credit card, checks, what? Whatever, how you want to pay for it. I say, well, you know what? I do have some cash that I set aside for investments. And I do have my credit card, but you know what? I need to get some equipment with my credit card. And I just pondered. I just let her wait for about a couple of seconds, y'all. I say, I'm going to piss you off since you want to act like this towards me. Early in the morning? Early in the morning, you tripping. I say, you know what, sweetheart? Let's just do, let's, let's just do, and they don't like you to call them sweetheart. Let's do cash. I got cash for you. That's okay with you? $54, right? $18 for the first one, $18 for the second one, and $18 for the third one. Three businesses, right, that I'm just starting right now, right? $54, right? I got cash for you. I went my wallet and got my cash, y'all. And then I know I teed off because I had a whole $50 bill. I went pop, pop, and that was my birthday money I've been with saving, right? And so I took that $50 took another $4, pop, pop. It was fresh and crisp, too, and I gave it to her with a smile. That lady took that money. She got up. I'll be right back with your copies. <clears throat> Y'all, I'm telling you, the stuff that we got to deal with, nobody going to tell me that lady was a prejudice. You know, she was profiling me, and, and I called myself... Um, I, I wasn't dressed up. I just had on my nice little <clears throat> pants. I had a nice shirt on. I even put my diva hair on. I ain't want to scare the folks with, with my locks, you know, with my, with my hair list. I put my little diva wig on so I can, you know, uh, you know, you know what I'm saying? Trying to avoid the very thing I try to avoid. It still happened. So what I'm saying, you guys, it doesn't matter our skin color is a threat. Now, I know they may have some people that may be on here and say, come on, Dr. D, come on. You're always talking this. But guess what? I'm experiencing it. What you seeing in the rhetoric that's going on out here in the world or whatever, we are experiencing this still, still experiencing this. First of all, why you have to keep telling me that it was $18? I know how to count. Don't you think I know I was going to be able to pay for it if I came in here and do it? Right? The whole point was, like I was sharing it with somebody, the whole point was they couldn't believe that, hey, this person is starting a business. What you doing starting a business? Well, it's not so much that I'm starting a business, y'all. I'm already in business. It's just that I had to update my name for the companies because I let that expire. And one of the companies, I lost out on $25,000 because the thing was expired and I forgot. I didn't know. So when it went to go and verify, it was inactive. Right? Inactive means it's not in business 
or something happened, but it has to be active in the system. So even with that, it's not that I'm just starting something fresh. I've been doing this. So you guys, you guys just going to have to just fight the good fight of fate and hang in there and just do what you have to do to thrive out here. Because guess what? It's going to happen. I don't care how you dress, what you look like, how you present yourself. You're going to always get some kind of repercussion. You're going to get some kind of, some kind of judgmental backlash. Because other individuals, right? Other individuals can't, can't equate themselves to see somebody else at least trying to do something for yourself. I mean, you was in the position to grant people DBAs to start businesses. You should be, like, excited for them and saying congratulations, you know, or pray all is well and yada, 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 right? No, no, you got. And what kind of business is this? I say it's a functional one. You don't need to know. You don't need to know nothing about my businesses with that kind of attitude. Oh, they got something in here from the soldiers, y'all. Remember that girl? Um, oh, yeah, what happened? That girl, well, really not only the girl. Fort Hood investigation. The biggest disciplinary actions ever taken by 14 the Army. soldiers. 14 soldiers, including general officers, have either been fired or suspended. Oh, at wow. Officials say they created an environment that contributed to sexual assault sexual harassment, and even murder. Oh! 33 years of service, that was the biggest gut punch I've ever received. Wow. We've got a problem we gotta fix. It comes after a review sparked by the brutal murder of Army Specialist Vanessa Guillen, yeah. who went missing in April, her remains found two months later. Wow. A fellow soldier, who later killed himself, believed to be involved in her death. Guillen's family alleged the soldier sexually harassed her. The panel interviewed hundreds of women and blasted the culture at the base, saying leadership <clears throat> created a permissive environment for sexual assault and sexual harassment. Guillen's family praised today's actions, but they say more needs to be done. We demand justice for our soldiers and justice for Vanessa Guillen and to respect our female soldiers who put their life at risk. The panel offered 70 recommendations to address these issues, and Congress has introduced the I Am Vanessa Guillen Act, which would make sexual harassment a punishable crime in the military. Lester? Courtney Cuby tonight, thank you. This evening, the FBI has joined the investigation into the death of Casey Goodson in Columbus, Ohio. The 23-year-old black man was fatally shot by a deputy during an encounter on Friday. There are conflicting accounts of events before his death. Authorities say he was carrying a gun. His family says he was carrying sandwiches. Now to our year-long NBC News <laughs> investigation. Millions received prescriptions by mail. Ma- <laughs> yeah, you know they're going to try to clean that up. Okay, y'all, let me get myself straight here. <sighs> I will holler at you guys later. I pray that y'all have a wonderful, wonderful day. Today is Throwback Thursday. We're going to throw back all the old... Remember the good, but we're going to thrive forward for the new. All right? Peace. And don't forget, you guys. Hey, oh, you know what? That's my fault. I'm going to put it on the the description. Y'all have some time. Come on and join us next Saturday for the Marinette Publishing Authors and Awards show. It's going to be virtually. 
The reservation is free, but you got to reserve because it will be locked afterwards. Um, go ahead and reserve so you can get that link to join us next Saturday night, 7 o'clock. The wall show will be live on um, Zoom. And uh, we're going to have some gifts. Come on, sign up. So you can give us some of these prizes, y'all. Come on, this has got some good prizes too. They got um, we we from Walmart. We got a a selfie lamp with a smartphone holder. It's a mini T uh, ring light. A ring light. They call it a selfie lamp, but it's a ring light. It's real cute. We have some other uh, electronic things to give away. Have some some inspiration to get you started in writing your book and just. Just letting you guys know that, hey, they got somebody out here that love you. And God wants to show you that, hey, your creativity is not in vain. He made you creative. Okay? And we want all of you guys to start thriving and shining. All right? Get, let's, let's get these. Um, let, let's get the voice out in books. Let's get the art out with your, with your paintings. Okay? So I'm going to put the um, link on this description and pass it forward and I'll see y'all next week. Well, y'all gonna hear from me through the broadcast, but I mean live. You know, this is another opportunity for you guys where we can meet each other, find out where each other at. Y'all, come on. I mean, unless this feed is wrong, I have almost 80,000 listeners on this feed, okay? If I could just get a thousand of you guys, even go to Boom Factor TV and subscribe for me. And hit the notification for the new program that's going to start in January, okay? Um, a lot of information for you to learn and grow. And uh, I'm putting it out there, and they got a lot of other information that you can glean from. But um, I, I, I know I say, Lord, I'm going to leave a mark in this world. Some kind of way to show, to leave that people know, hey, well... At least I know about that girl right there. She tried to help people. She she got information, she gonna give it to you. You know, I'm not gonna hold nothing back. I'm not a perfect person. Yeah, I guess I make mistakes. I make people upset. I might go to fall fashion, talk about all kind of things. You may call me a conspiracy theory, but guess what? I'm just gonna reveal what, what I, I perceive that's happening and just keep us awake. And, you know, just keep us awake because they have some really disturbing stuff that's happening. And as long as the 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 norm is being visualized and you keep hearing it over and over again, well, that's what you're going to believe. But guess what? It's all lies. Only God is the truth. You know, he is the truth. Okay? So, all right. Later. Love you. Appreciate y'all. All right. God bless. in Staten Island, which is a little pocket of red America inside deep blue New York City. You know, like if Elmo drowned at sea. And the lucky white person at the center of this story is Danny Presti, bar manager and hairy egg. His luck began a week ago when he found the courage to take a stand against staying alive. 
For a small bar on Staten Island, Max Public House has become a national lightning rod in the pandemic lockdown. When the southern portion of Staten Island went into the orange zone last month, the owner of Max Public House said he could not afford to close again. So he declared his property an autonomous zone. He's posted statements on the windows refusing to abide by any rules and regulations put forth by the mayor of New York City and the governor. Hundreds of protesters outside the now infamous Max Public House on Staten Island tonight demanding it open for business. USA! 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 We are a community. We take back our community. We're all together. We take back Staten Island tonight. Okay, right away, I think we can all agree that this dude is behaving very uh, white. Yes, because it's a very white thing to do to just declare yourself and independent if you don't like the law. I mean, the American Revolution was basically white guys saying, I'll drink tea when I want to drink tea. God damn it, the queen's gonna tell me it's high tea. I want, what if I want low tea? Or no tea? What about coffee? Not to mention, he just declared himself autonomous in front of an American flag. <laughs> I love these kinds of people, man. They always want it both ways. America is tyrannical, so I declare myself independent, USA. But for real, man, white people never cease to amaze me. I mean, they will follow all the rules of escape the room to the letter, but the moment you ask them to wear a mask, they turn into freedom fighters. Where was that freedom-loving attitude when I try to pick the lock instead of searching for clues? Huh, Chad? Huh, Chad? Now, eventually, the police did come to shut down this bar. And that, my friends, is when Danny Presti's luck really started. That defiant general manager of a Staten Island bar was released without bail after he was arrested for hitting a sheriff's deputy with his car. This weekend, deputies tried to arrest Danny Presti after he allowed people to gather at Max Public House when it was supposed to be shut down. When they followed him up the block to his car, they say he ran and drove off, hitting a deputy who rolled onto his hood. And despite <laughs> the surveillance video that shows the incident, Presti has a different version of what happened. I think when the investigation is complete, you're gonna find out that I did nothing wrong. Wow, let that be somebody black. so lucky his wife. got shot. Yo, can you imagine? Cops say you hit one of them with your car, and then you get released without bail. No bail. <laughs> Best believe if he was black, those cops would have dragged him out of his car, beat the shit out of him, yeah. and then beat the shit out of his car. And you got to appreciate how he's saying, the investigation is complete. You'll see that I did nothing wrong. Oh, man, you're on video. The investigation's over. It lasted five seconds. My eyes just did the investigation, and they saw your ass driving to some police. Yeah. Case closed. Yeah. So, instead of being punished for plowing into a cop, this guy gets away with it like he's in Grand Theft Auto. And it's even better than that. At least in Grand Theft Auto, you gotta go into hiding for a bit before you're safe. But no, this guy immediately went to brag about it on Fox News. Wow. I'm looking at your business, and you're getting killed. And. These restrictions, I mean, do people really understand your heart, life, and soul is involved in this, sir? And I just want to say I applaud a lot of these small business owners that peacefully uh, push back against this because uh, they have no other recourse. What it just goes to show you is people are frustrated and they're protective and they feel like the government is not looking out for them. I don't know if I should like reveal that. this, Danny, but I actually know cops that are telling you privately, whispering in your ear, they don't want to do this to you. 
They're being forced to. And I'm really sorry that you're going through all this, to be very honest. Damn, boy, wow. you so lucky, you white. This dude 